T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Okay, this is the moment you've all been waiting for. And I've been listening to 610 since back in the 80s. This is the best combination for afternoon drive time sports radio I've ever heard. Show, Clint, you guys got it going on, man. I really appreciate your show. Best hair at the station, this entire show right here. React to that. Clint, you can put your toes up in the river, my man, and pop that cord right. I love beer. Hey, gentlemen. A show and, and Clinton show. I love your show. You guys are great. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. Somebody out there listening right Ooh, now? Yeah. yeah, don't do that. Is that Mike Hot Top? I'm going to kick your ass, Tyler. I'll tell you <laughs> Whoa, what. what? Talking all that, man. What's up? How y'all doing, man? <laughs> Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Cubeblade. Ah, the drive is live and in color. And uh, I just want you all to know, Clint, this was uh, sent to us real late. And, and, and all the drive family, because Clint is in, dis- is, is, is in uh, disbelief, Tyler has made an executive decision on his own to retire in the house. Why he's is no that? Lo- he's no longer doing it. He did. He certainly, hold on, he certainly didn't confide in us when he decided to do it and now and now that it's become something that he's doing every day and many people text in in the house every day tyler has retired it. and i just want to i want it to be known on the record because many of you will find ways to blame me for it that it was not myself it was not myself as an idea at all to retire it it was tyler what the hell happened man i just uh, it- the way it spurred on, the way it started, it, it was an organic thing that happened one day. I think we were, I can't remember the conversation, but it was just, it was never meant to be a permanent thing to start the show. It was, it was fun, but, uh, yeah, it's time to retire. Well, I'll be damned. Took me by surprise. I looked up and you were looking down. I thought, well, wait, wait, what, what are we doing here? Is Tyler's do. mic off or something? No, it ain't never off. But the hell I'm just telling you right now, I'm just telling you, that was not me. All right. Tyler made that executive decision on his own. Wow. How about that? I mean. He sent that message at about 12 o'clock in the morning, and I refused to acknowledge it. <laughs> Were you drunk? No. Probably. Did I, I get it? Yeah, it was sent to both. Oh. By the way, you see. Uh, oh, you got your ring back. Hey. You found it? No, I, I told her. <laughs> well, that's mighty nice of you. I almost did. How, how did it end up? <laughs> she said we were, we were in the car this weekend going somewhere. She goes, God, I just I just left the house did nothing. I don't have my wedding ring on. And I started to come out and say, oh, God, I forgot mine too. 
than I did. That's it. So we need to. I think I need to get a new one. I, I misplaced mine. And then I know she didn't let that go that smooth. Then what was? I said? mean, it was just like, but what happened? Where'd you Where'd you lose it? Oh, in the gym. Oh, okay. So I don't know how. I, I don't know where we are. It, it left like fine. In my mind, I feel like it's penciled somewhere. Well, no, I, I feel like that 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 is a that is a you're living right, brother. You're living right. I mean, you, you, you I mean, you you down, you dropped a bunch of lbs, and you said, you know what? That ain't enough. I'm gonna get in this gym, and I'm gonna drive to go see a trainer. I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna shower before I go in here. I mean, you 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 constantly grinding to get better, and when that's going on, and you tell your old lady, hey, I, I misplaced it in the gym. <laughs> Why is this man always coaching? I mean, I'm just telling you. I think that is absolutely beautiful. I mean, I think that's a Why sign, is man. It's a sign for what? I think the old. To do I think something else. I think the old 320 show. Because last time, last time I improved, Mitch, you guys were pushing towards. Man, what's going on? Oh, that's a question. You get your no, glasses, I, I think, your haircut the whole time. I, I think, I think, I think that was a good move, man. That's a, that's a, that is a <laughs> sign of. That's why everybody out there needs to learn from show, man. Somebody on the text learn text, from show. Text in sellout. Sellout. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Quitter. I thought you were gonna hang in there. I saw that opening, boy. I'm, man, I forgot mine too. Where you lose yours? Oh yeah, man. That's good stuff, man. I I see. Well, you got to take better yourself. I got to be honest, man. I got little fingers. I got. I'm gonna have to go and order this thing. You got little fingers. My fingers have just gotten like uh, I don't even want to. I don't you've lost want, your weight. I don't want because of losing weight, or you think? What do you I think? I think it's losing weight too, but I just don't want to even admit my my ring size anymore. I mean, this this is bad. <laughs> oh, skinny fingered show, this, huh? It, I bet your mind's smaller. This skinny. Oh, Burger King hands. I don't know, man. I'm in here. I'm I'm in here in a smooth. I believe seven. Tell like a, a, a good buddy, a good buddy of mine out there, I whose can't. birthday was this weekend. John Cap Capitio, happy birthday. He told me a long time ago. We make fun of his small hands. Said it makes 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 old Johnson look a little bigger though. <laughs> See, my fingers are long. They just skinny right there, right there. That's a seven. Well, I wouldn't say long. Yeah, they're long. I mean, they're long for my height. Yeah. Uh, Hold on, so same word. <laughs> Say a damn word, I swear I mean, God. I don't know. Say a word. I mean, I don't know. I ain't never glanced over and said, boy, old show got some long fingers for his size. Uh, trailer World of Frame text line. Tyler, that just made me sad. Um, once again. Not trying to make anyone sad. Don't put that on me. Just don't. I got to get the backstory on this. There's clearly more to Nothing. this story. So, that's what I'm thinking. There's, this ain't this ain't a late, a late night. Tyler was just up You've on been... the weekend and was thinking about saying in the house during the week on the show. You know, I just there, don't there's, like there, it. there's a little backstory here somewhere. I just don't like it. I'll get it in the break and bring it to the people. Right, will you tell yeah. me? Man, this thing's just coming off of you. My little fingers. All right. Uh, Kyle Tucker. Kyle took a lot of Astros news. By the way, you know our guys, Payne and Pendergast, they'll be out there on the 27th. Uh, so uh, we'll we'll get live update, updates from them then. But um, Kyle Tucker spoke to the media, and the big thing with Kyle Tucker is he lost out arbitration, and he is making – you know, $5 million he brought to the table, him and his representation around seven. Uh, so, that, obviously, the Astros and uh, and Kyle Tucker were in a different spot. This was Kyle Tucker uh, speaking about his contract talks as he has uh, arrived in West Palm Beach getting ready for the season. I mean, it's a little tough um, just because, you know, you, you know, I've been here for a while now and, you know, I come up, come in here every day and, you know, put in the work and, you know, try and, you know, have a lot of success to the team and, you know, try and win, you know, championships and have success during the regular season playoffs and stuff. So, All right, and then this is him speaking about where 
things are going to go moving forward as he gets prepared for the season. You've had those conversations and where that may go from here. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've always told him I'm, I'm always open to talk. Um, you know, I enjoy playing here, playing for the fans, playing in Houston, playing, you know, with the guys in this locker room. So, you know, we'll see we'll see where it goes from here. Could you see, based on what you've heard so far, could you see something happening this year before spring training during the season? How do you look at that? Um, I mean, I don't want to, like, guarantee anything, um, but, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Um, you know, I'm here regardless, you know, this year and next two, so... You know, unless something changes, but you know, as of right now, I'm just trying to focus on the season, get ready, and you know, try and run it back. Now, listen, son, I want to go with this because you, 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 you're a professional athlete of of anybody here. You've been in those shoes. You think this is something that's bothering him? Yeah, yeah, I think this is something the Astros with, with young players are going to have to deal with. Yeah. Um, and and what I mean is, like he, what he just, what he just said was, I come to work every day. I, you know, I I I put up good numbers. The goal is to win a championship. He didn't say it, but we've won championships. Um, I've stayed healthy. Basically, mm-hmm. what else? You know, what else? What else could you could you possibly want? I, I think the Astros are going to have to deal with this moving forward with young players, and, and and look, even some of the some of the older players that 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 uh, that are on their second contracts. I, I think I think there's there's a, there's a lot comes with having the success the Astros have had, and and a lot of guys can can uh, you know the championships validate what they do on a daily basis and what they mean to a team and what, you know, they, they don't, you don't really have to go to battle and try to convince somebody what Kyle Tucker means to this team. Um, if this team was was third in the division and hadn't had any success in the playoffs and it wouldn't matter what Kyle Tucker was doing, it wasn't enough to get the team over the hump. All of these guys that are key players, key role players, key, you know, key producers with the Astros, um, and it's magnified when it's the young guys. I think that it's that's part of what the Astros are going to deal with is is getting thrown in their face. Hey, what else do you want from me, man? I mean, what I've been doing is right. I've produced. We've won championships. What else do you possibly want? Clint, you're going to be saying to yourself, I'm Kyle Tucker. 30 homers, 170 RBIs, 107 RBIs, 25 stolen bases, great on-base percentage, decent average. Top 15 in MVP voting, gold glove, $5 million. Oh, hell, King Tuck. What you think I'm worth? Yep. Like, from that, $5 million? That's what you think? That's what you think I'm worth? Like, when you, I mean, like, he sees these numbers. These are, I mean, these numbers, I've, I've helped, as you said, and I've been there every day. Played 150-plus games. Yep. Really? Really? That's it? Five million dollars, like I, I think, like I said, that's why I wanted to go with you first, because you've been there and you know more, more, much yeah, more than he, we do how athletes think. Like, yeah, you might just, oh, it's just two million dollars to just business. I don't think for dudes like that, it's just the thought of business. Or when it does become business, because I think there's some good and and bad here. The good here, uh, my guy Therese Paler, rest in peace, would always tell me contract years undefeated, and when you look at this. These are all now about to be contract-type years for Kyle Tucker where the money is going to go up. So I think there is a great chance he balls out with the thought of focus and, and, and like, this is what this is what I got to do to get paid. But the second part is, as I just rattle off all of those numbers and he just lost, and y'all couldn't give him $7 million and lost, and y'all thought he was worth five. Boy, Clint, I, I, there's no way I can see when it comes down to have to get paid yeah. that it's going to be any kind of Alvarez, like discount, any kind of club-friendly deal. 
I feel like that that's potentially been thrown well, you, out. You yeah. just always wonder to like look. I, first of all, I think Kyle Tucker's beyond a a, a, a team friendly deal. Twenty six, twenty seven years old. Um, you know, I, I think that everything you just said it statistically is is uh, he probably expected to be better. If we're being completely honest, I mean he's he's a guy that I, I think is is going to be better. The rules are going to play into his favor a little bit, which Robert Flores of MLB Network came on and. and and told us about like I I just I I think there's there's a handful of players and hell I'll be honest with you I thought Alvarez was was uh, above a team a team friendly deal or getting a deal <laughs> oh, done I did too you know but but I, I think Tucker is one of those guys that's that's beyond he's gonna get what he's worth it's plain and simple and it's gonna be one of those those Correa deals not the, not that he walks but one of those deals where the the organization is gonna have to get in the boat and play. I mean, I I really think this Kyle Tucker deal could be the one that's going to push Jim Crane and Dana Brown to a a, a boiling point. I don't mean that negatively. I just mean to a point where what you mean push? Him? Well, I I just well he I, I think he'd be crazy to settle. I mean, he's a guy that there's going to be a market out there, and it's going it, it's going to be dictated by by I don't know probably seven eight teams that are interested. It's going to be longer term. It's going to be huge money. And the Astros are going to have to decide whether they want to play ball or not. I think Kyle Tucker's that caliber player, and and I think he's only going to get better. He's only going to get hotter. And I, I think Dana. I don't. I haven't. I haven't researched Dana Brown to the point of of knowing every player he's ever signed. But I think I think Dana's probably a little more open to, to signing a player to a long term deal where Jim Crane has been totally against it. I I just I think there's a good chance that Kyle Tucker can push that thing to a boiling point where somebody's going to give a little bit in order to play yeah, play ball with Tucker that, that long term. That's a good point because we've sat here and watched like, boy, man, they are they are headstrong on I mean, we're gonna get a deal that's good for us and we ain't gonna yep. like we ain't gonna bite the bullet on really anybody. And I guess like maybe Altuve's the biggest bullet they've they've really bitten. But they're not like it I mean, even to me when you look at Bregman, that I mean I feel like coming off where he was coming off of, he probably could have gotten more other places. Is Kyle Tucker going to be – because they ain't going to be able to just let all these guys go, right? Like, at some point, right, at some point, they're going to have to keep one of them. At some point, you're going to run out of Pinas. (laughs) Yes. There's going to be more white boy chances than Pinas out there. Yeah. There's a lot more Jake Myers out there than Pinas. I I was trying to be nice to Crane, man. Well, I know I'm just – but that's the other point of, like, as you said, like, there was a Pena that you felt like at least, all right, man, maybe it ain't going to be Carlos, but – you know, we feel really good about this young guy. I don't know if there's another Tucker that's ready to come and, and jump in and replace it. So, I mean, yeah, at some point, somebody like Framber and Tucker feel like guys that they are just, they're going to have to pay market value of what they are. They've gotten away with without, yeah. with Alvarez. They've gotten away with it with, I, I think, even um, like Christian Javier. I think they've gotten away with it. I think with Bregman, I I think Bregman could have could have broken the bank bigger than he did. So I don't get either. I listened to all that, or not, I don't know how much of it there was, but I listened to, to more of that Tucker audio. And um, I'll be honest with you, man, I didn't get like when Bregman talks about Houston, when Altuve talks about Houston, when Lance McCullers talks about bury me in the H. You know, there's a handful of guys when they talk about Houston, like I just believe it. Like I, I just I just believe that they would they would give up a little bit of money, they'd give up a year to keep their family here, to keep this thing together. 
I'll be honest, I didn't get that vibe when I was listening to <laughs> Kyle. No. I mean, Tucker, Tucker, it seemed like, look, man, I like Houston. It's cool. We won some championships. It's cool. But I, 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 can, I can put these numbers up any, anywhere in America and beyond if you want me to. I mean, it, it just no, – It, I it, did, it, it I came up like, to, I don't like Houston that much. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, I'm going I'm to go – yeah, Houston's great, but guess what? And not and, to say Jim he really – Jim Crane's th- great. The clubhouse is great, but I'm going to get what I'm worth. Yeah, not to say that he thinks that, but it it, it doesn't come off like, yeah. like, hey man, I I want to be here for forever, yeah. and we'll do whatever the hell it takes to get here. Yeah, no, no, I, I don't, I don't think that's, and maybe that's just his, his personality. I, I don't know, but I, I, I just, I when I got done listening to that Tucker audio, I was like, man, it don't seem like he's, like he just he he could be in, he he could be in L A for all like he cares. Yeah. You know, I don't mean to die. I don't, I don't mean he to put the Dodgers out. Milwaukee, yeah, there wherever. you go. Like he can be where the hell ever, and he's gonna be just fine. He's gonna get his. Yeah. Woo! Love that money. Text line. They obviously think he's worth more. It's a negotiating tool. Okay. Let's see if he feels. Let, let's see. Let, if you heard him, let's see if he listened to that and thought, "Boy, negotiating tool, guys." Yeah. All right. Nah, he he seemed like he wasn't he wasn't real <laughs> thrilled, real thrilled about that. All right, coming up. The Rockets are in more in more trouble than I thought. It's not that they are just well on their way to having the third worst record in the NBA again. But my God, when it starts at the top, that's when you know we are really in trouble. We'll let you hear what the owner had to say. Coming up next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Feeling good, baby. President's Day had me a good workout today. Got you one in, huh? Got me, I got me in, a little thirty-minute in on the, with Olivia on the uh, on the Peloton. Pres- little President's Day run, a little thirty-minute. Yeah. Broke my my personal record. Did you? Yeah. What did now? What do you do? You go, you go. Uh, uh, I went a hit hills. run, hit run, hit Ooh, run. Yeah. I, I've gotten in, in good enough shape where I can somewhat push myself instead of just be a, a blob on a treadmill trying to get through it. I can push myself a little bit. Well, I was, I got the little sweat jacket on. I was rocking and rolling. They throwing sweat all over my wife's laundry room, and Olivia was yelling at me. It was nice. Good, good, mm. good, good workout. Had leg day today. Oh boy, I bet you. Are you Jello still? Or you feel? Or, or, I'm all right. I'm, that Jell-O shoes. I'm all right. I'm all right. Shove it, Larry. Finished with them uh, down and backs on the sled. That sled's a beast. Sled down and backs, ten jump squats, four, four sets. You know the worst? Pulling the sled. Like back, yes. That's well, the especially worst. well, especially like red don't switch him. He makes you pull the bottom part of it, so oh. you got to get real low, yeah, and pull it. Yeah, yeah. That one brutal. Yeah, that one, yeah, that one that absolutely one. brutal. Tyler, today you have you even eaten? Knocked one out. A workout. Yeah, 
Negative. You, you made a gym in your house. I did, and I've used it all of three times. Have you eaten? Yes. Okay. Had some breakfast. You had a little breakfast? Most yeah. important meal of the day. Yeah, some chicken minis. Shout out to the Lord's Chicken, Chick-fil-A. Chicken minis from Chick-fil-A. Yeah. They are good, no question about They're, it. They are good. Are you you having a lunch? Have you eaten anything since? No, yeah. Uh, negative. Not a no. Chance. I do have it on my list to start getting back in that gym, though. I need my to, man. Need there you go. I, can, I want to see this gym. I spent a lot of time and money on it. <laughs> <laughs> it it's a damn good-looking gym. So it's in there collecting good. dust. I said it's a good-looking gym. <laughs> it looks good, man. It's a good-looking gym. All right, uh, speaking of spending a lot of time and money, listen, I, I, I know some may think that maybe I'm, maybe I'm reaching, maybe we're reaching because I feel like we're on a, a similar page to this. Tillman Fertitta was, uh, what does he celebrate, Mardi Gras? Because he sure had a whole bunch of, of, of face paint. While he's talking on this. Galveston Mardi Gras, he he uh, almost drove down there for that. I was uh, I went down last year and was uh, was well, yeah you were the uh, Mar- Grand Marshal of one of the parades. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I actually walked up on Tillman Fertitta's party where he's got his yacht down there, and uh, you know everybody's all dressed up to the nines now, painted obviously. Their shoes are you take your shoes off before you go in the. In the party, and I'll have, needless to say, I didn't get in the party, but I did walk by it, and I was curious to see what was going on. I'm guessing that's what um, that's what Tillman was doing down there again this year. Yeah, his he face off. He was having a good time. Yeah, he was having a good time. I mean, he sounded like he had a hell of a time. By the way, that yacht you can land a you can land a helicopter on. It's how big. It's big enough for that. You, and, they, and you couldn't get on there. Well, I didn't even try. I mean, it, it was it was like a real party. Yeah, they had like velvet ropes in the entryway, and you know when you get on a yacht, you got to walk up a big ramp. And never been on. I one. mean, it, it was it was black tie it was and i was in jeans and a you know just a jacket trying to stay warm Damn. so no i didn't even try um it, it was high like it, it was high fluting though sound like it would have been a hell of a party to crash a, maybe a, a nice time but uh no this was him the little interview while he was out there and uh listen to listen to what he says about the rockets listen to what he says kind of passing at the end of this interview Okay, well, I know we're not going to talk business, so I'll just say, go Rockets. Hey, absolutely. We, we got, thank God, we got ten days off. Thanks so Pray much. for Victor. <laughs> yes, Happy Mardi Gras. Thank God, we got ten days off. Pray for Victor. <laughs> Clint, is that is this the plan? Is this what the plan? This is this is how you know. Like I know some people say, oh no, he's joking. Nope. I can't say he's joking because what he's saying looks exactly what they're doing on the on the floor every night. Yeah. It right now it looks like they're putting their hand all of their eggs in the basket of Hey, let's get Victor. Victor is by far and away people believe has a chance to be a a organized changer, franchise changer, a guy that's in the LeBron that type of guy, you get him like this is going to be a star of the league Zion something like that. But the Rockets only got 14% chance to get him. And to be honest with you, the last two years, they've had the worst record and they've not gotten the number one pick. It sounds like to me, and it looks like that on the floor, not of, hey, man, let's create this young nucleus. Let's create, like Clint has said, this two through five. Let's really, let, I mean, let's get this. Nah, man, let's just hope we can get our hands on a number one pick and get victory. 
Hey, if I'm Victor, I'm praying they don't they don't get their hands on me. That's for damn sure. If I'm watching, that, 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 it's, it's, yeah. I, look, I'm gonna be honest with you. I know there's a lot of there's a lot of laughing and joking and stuff going on around this around this Tillman for TDP. I don't think it's funny. I, I don't I don't yeah, think it's funny because exactly what the owner says. Thank God we got ten days off. That's exactly what we as fans have have, have watched. And I'll be honest with you, I, I am a very casual fan. But the times that I've watched, it it looks like the owner is disconnected, don't give a damn what's going on on the floor, don't care what the product looks like. And I'll be honest with you, it didn't surprise me one bit that was his. That was oh, his. That like, sense. literally, you got, you got coaches out there, you got players out there that have been two years removed from any chance of winning a game. And, and, and it's funny to say, oh, thank God we got 10 days off, man. Pray for the next LeBron. I mean – that's like, that's about like that's that's, a, that's, a, that's about par for the course of what I expect what I would what I expect and the owner of that organization of what I watch to be doing because that's what it looks like they're doing like they're fixed not not hey let's get these young guys moving in the right direction like let's really create let's try to create young guys and create a culture and create some semblance of winning so hey when we get a young group if, if we do get whoever this is added that's going to be our first pick in this draft that this this person is added to us. That, that can help and then create even more and more young players the way that Memphis is doing. Like, Memphis didn't just sit there and say, whoo, let's cross our fingers for, for Zion. Let's cross our fingers for Zion. Yep. Nope. They were creating a young culture to have themselves ready as one of the best teams, right? Like, the, the, the Suns doing the same thing. It's like these guys are, whoo, what's yeah. the fix? <laughs> Get the number one pick. Yeah, okay, so what? So then, what if Victor gets here? Like you said, I'm pr- if I'm Victor, I'm praying they don't get it. What if Victor gets here? You think Vic, this Victor's the- going to get here and, and join a bunch of guys that, according to to John Wall, is, is is he was pleading with them to to not not get used to whatever the hell's going on in Houston because that's not the NBA, that's not winning basketball. That's what Victor's going to join, and then it turns right back into the same. Oh well, you know he's young, just wait. And, no man, I mean it, it's just it, that, to me that's embarrassing, man. No, it, it, no, it is, and it and it, it, it just like I said, they their plan is no plan. <laughs> their plan is to hope somebody with a fourteen percent chance to get him could be your savior. Because what if it happens like it has the last two years and you don't get him? Then what do you do? <laughs> then what are you gonna do? Are you prepared now? No, it's just no. You're right back to now. Now you're gonna ask the guys that you've been training to be. To to just barely get by and and just ultimately, you know, live in a culture that that is not conducive to winning basketball. Then all of a sudden you're going to put expectations on them to change gears and switch it up. And it's just but when it's coming from the top like that, when that when that is what's leading it, then I mean you ain't got. I mean you don't have a you don't have a prayer. That what what he what he said is exactly what you watch. Literally, you watch guys that are looking for the next day off. The next time to go out, the next time to 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 you know have a ten day break, and an organization that's just like man, keep your fingers crossed and pray for this like, this savior to come along. That, said, that's what it looks like is is like the game plan. We said it last week. What is L Stone saying to Tillman to make you? What the hell he said it? Let's pray for Victor. Yeah. Wow, okay. you can pray for Victor. You can lose a lot of basketball games, and you can also. You know, ex- have expectations for your coaching staff and your yes, and your moving and your in the right direction. So yeah. then, if you do get Victor, you're good lord. All right, uh, Clint has been on something, and 
the the uh, the events of this weekend in the NFL, I think I, I think I'm right there with them. We'll discuss what that is coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents the Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Hey, a little news, a little Jim Bob Cooter news. Jim Bob Cooter has been named the offensive coordinator for the Indianapolis Colts, so he's going to be in the division. Jim Bob Cooter. We get to say we get to on purpose say Cooter twice a year. That's one of the best. That's one of the best names in the coaching world. Why did he? His name is James Roberts. Why did? Why is he? Why does he bring it in out even more? With the well, I I think I think he should. The smart thing to do would would be to go by go by JB. By JB, surely he does. Or just Jim. Just leave the Bob. Rather, leave the Robert. Where is he from? Oh yeah. Fayetteville, Tennessee. That seems like a place where you would go by Jim Bob. <laughs> if your gonna, name was James I was gonna Robert. You, I was going to go with Kentucky somewhere. You but felt like Tennessee it, but was two th- in the yeah, same. Fayetteville, Tennessee. Yeah. yeah, that feels like a place where you would where you would go by if your name is James Robert. You go by Jim yeah. Jim Bob. Like it feels like on purpose. That's what that's what his parents. Wanted well, by, uh, my old my old tight end, good buddy of mine, Joe Dean. Joe Dean. Yeah. Huh? Had a play played played ball with a Jim Ed. You ain't played ball with nobody. Went by Jim Ed. He went Jim by Jim Ed Reed, hundred percent. Ed. So Ed Reed's name is Jim Ed Reed. I don't. <laughs> I'm a, telling you, Jim Ed. That don't even sound. But that don't even uh, sound like that goes. It roll. Right. It Can goes well with that? me. That's what we called him. Hundred percent. It's the only thing I've ever called him by. Jim Ed. Jim Ed Reed. That it, I'm, I've heard a lot. I've heard of Jim Bob. I've heard. I've heard a lot of first and last. Jim Ed. I ain't never heard that. That's that's, a, that's the only one I've ever heard as well. <laughs> Jim Ed. Jim. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, man. Jim, Jim Ed. Ed Reed. Well, listen. He he gets hired. He's there with the Colts. Shane Steichen bringing somebody with him, and he's an offensive minded coach. Bringing somebody with him that has called plays before, that's been a coordinator before. And Clint, you've been on this a little stronger than I have. Just to the point of, well, I just don't know what, what why there people are more curious or more questions about what the uh, what the Texans are doing so far with their offensive staff. And man, when I start to really look at what teams are doing, Washington goes and gets, you know, a two-time, you know, Super Bowl winner, uh, a guy that has been a part of record-breaking offenses and been one of the best offensive coordinators in football the last five years, and Eric Bieniemy. That you look, you look at what Carolina's doing. Frank Reich, obviously an offensive-minded coach. Then they bring Thomas Brown, aka TB, from uh from the Rams, and bring him in to go along with already having Jim Caldwell on the staff. And you look at those those minds and different type of uh, offenses. Those those three probably bring to the table. Denver has Sean Payton. Need I say more? Now the Colts bring in Shane Steichen and uh, and Jim Bob Cooter, who've had you know success and history and calling plays like when you compare those offensive staffs and then you look at what the Texans are doing hell they're much more closer to what Jonathan Gannon Jonathan Gannon's got I mean Jonathan Gannon's offensive coordinator is a 29 year old quarterback coach for the Browns what's up Bird Gang that he didn't just rolled in there's Bird Gang again you just rolled up in I just now, I'm a little bit to the point of, hold on, what the hell, boy? I mean, when you look at com- comparing those offensive staffs to what the Texans are doing, mm, 
I, I like I, I I mean you're I'm with you. I'm with you now on whoa. Like it, it feels like this thing could have been constructed a little differently. I'm not saying they're gonna fail, but right now on paper, you look at them compared to, to the these other teams that are filling their voids and, and these new teams that get new offensive staff. This this looks this looks at the at the bottom just yeah. on paper right now. Well, I, I've always I've never been one to look at at the floor of somebody or something. I, I try to stay thinking about hey, where's the ceiling at? Can they play at or above their ceiling? Coach at or above their ceiling? Uh, the truth of the matter is, with, with the Texans, we have no clue, right? I mean, I, I don't know what the floor looks like. I don't know what the ceiling looks like. I I, I, don't, I hope I hope the roll of the dice that everybody is so confident in for some reason. I hope the roll of the dice is is uh, is is a good one, and I hope Bobby Slowick is is the right guy. But 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 you're right. I mean, you you look at what the Texans. The, the is that just the two? Is it the two defensive minded head coaches that got hired this year? Is it just is D'Amico and and uh, Gannon? Yeah. Um, you look at the, the offensive staffs they 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 put together. They either both firmly believe in the young whiz kids that have never done it before and just taken a chance and given big time opportunities with their first opportunity as a head coach, or they just they, they didn't have many options at the offensive coordinator position. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's a it's definitely a but that's I think a nerve wracking situation for, for for me personally. I don't I don't know how anybody sits there and goes, oh yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll, we got a lot of confidence in like this. Like what one. you said, roll the dice. Yeah, like I, that that is a very very and, and, and to be honest, all of them you can say are roll the dice, but I mean you got to feel different about your roll the dice when you're Washington and it's Eric Bieniemy, than Bobby Slowick and the 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 young staff. Like literally everybody on. The Texans' offensive staff right now, none of them have performed the jobs that they have right now or above it. Right? Yeah, none of all of them are are all moving up into their jobs. And like, yes, Eric Bieniemy's a roll of the dice. You got to feel like your roll of the dice is is different than that one. Sean Payton, I, I guess, is a roll of the dice because he's been out two years, whatever. But you got to feel a lot different about that roll of the dice. Frank Wright, Thomas Brown. You know, Jim Caldwell, it's a roll of the dice, but you got to feel a lot different. Even Shane Steichen and Jim Bob Cooter, you got to feel different about the roll of the dice with this deep. This is a, I mean, this is a fingers crosser that you're going with. And and still, like, like I said, we'll still see how they fill this staff out. I'm just looking at some of these other guys, and I'm just like, boy, I mean. Isn't, isn't it crazy just the difference of, of – and maybe as I'm thinking through this, show correct me if I'm wrong, or, or or throw another example out there if you can think about it. But Bill Belichick names a defensive coordinator as his offensive coordinator last year, and, and it's a mess. And he brings in Bill O'Brien; they've got experience together. Okay, and then you look at what Vrabel's doing. Vrabel Vrabel took a a, a Bill O'Brien, um, you know, disciple, if you will. It's called plays two years in in, in dysfunctional Houston. And he named he named him the offensive coordinator. Then you got D'Amico pulling the guy out of out of uh, out of the, the Shanahan tree that's never done it before. And you just mentioned what Gannon's doing in Arizona. Like, isn't it crazy how different the defensive minded? At least you on know, paper, it feels yeah, it feels like. And maybe yeah. I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I, I I'm just literally just thinking about this as you were saying. And I'm thinking, man, it's it's like Frank Reich has gone almost overboard. <laughs> I mean, you, you can say you bet, if the Texans could just get one of them, to, yeah, like, one of the, yeah, you can say Shane Steichen 
following up, being the offensive mind and then bringing in Jim Bob Cooper. You could say that's overboard. He could have called plays yeah. and brought in a young up-and-comer, and that's that's a sign he's probably – but he, brought, gonna, but he brought somebody in who's been a coordinator right, before, who's right. done it before. You can say that's that's a, a lot. But, boy, the, the defensive-minded coach just seems to take a, a, a total different approach to offensive football. Now, again, I, like, like I said, I, I hope – At least on paper, yes. Because I, I love the pushback. that I, I get. The pushback I get a lot is like, well, everybody there, everybody had a first time of calling plays. Okay, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I would just – I would just prefer it. You know, somebody be a little longer in the tooth. If I were the one making the decision, that's all. Uh, can, can we hear from – I want to hear from people. 713-572-4610. Like, how comfortable are you with this right now? Or is it just or is it just us? I know for me, like, I like I, I hear you, Clint. But, you know, a lot of it is uh, – we see a lot of young – you start comparing it to these <laughs> these other jobs. Like, my goodness. Like, what, like, how comfortable are you right now that this young group – is tasked to running the offense and and particularly probably running the offense while getting a quarterback that is young. Like, I mean, you would think the odds are they're probably going to draft a quarterback at two. The odds are like this group, how comfortable are you with what this group is doing in terms of their offensive coaching staff? 713-572-4610. I want to hear how comfortable people are because Clint has said it from the from the jump like he has been blown away by the confidence it seems like people are just like hey they got this they'll figure it out in the system right D'Amico I trust D'Amico which is an odd thing but I mean boy you just put it on paper and all paper isn't everything but you just put it on paper and you say Man, this is what they. This is it. This is what we're gonna roll with. This is what they got. Boy, I thought they had a Texans. I, I thought the Texans tax was out. <laughs> <laughs> like this is and Bobby, and like people were just yes, good. Here, text line in. I'm good with Slowick. I'm tired of these old retread coordinators who haven't been good. Okay, I just I just like to see. I, I my thing is. Somebody on the staff. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'm, like, I'm good. If you want to go with Bobby Slowick as the coordinator, that's fine. My deal is, like, can we have somebody on the staff with a level of of history of even running a, 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 a an offensive meeting, a history of calling a play or something like that? And right. they, just, they just don't have that. And when you look at what has been available out there, like I hear you not not about the the retreads. That that's a fair that's a fair thing, and you want to see something new. But, whew, this this yeah, like, I, it, I don't, when you I got don't, this group tasked to handling the entire offense, that's the part where it's yeah. I don't I don't think I don't think that for me the retread thing doesn't doesn't um, it's tough for this conversation to really lean into that uh, for me. I mean, because it, it it is. I'm looking at a couple, just a couple of different staff. I, like I'm looking at the, the the Buffalo Bills staff. I mean Joe Brady, who architected the LSU's most, I mean best college football season ever offensively, and and then went and yeah, he didn't do a great job obviously at Carolina, or he'd still be there. But you got that guy's coaching quarterbacks. Um, Ken Dorsey is the offensive coordinator who was a seamless transition when Brian Dable left. Because he was under Brian Daybold, so kind of like that pipeline um, mindset. I was just looking through. Obviously, we know 
You got Matt Nagy, Eric Bieniemy, and Andy Reid on the sideline this year in the Super Bowl for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you're talking about overboard. Hell, he he had an ex. Well, he had an ex head coach. This is Andy he had yeah. an ex head coach and Matt Nagy as a quarterback coach. Right. You know, and Bieniemy. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's uh, it's hard for me to go the the route of like ah man I I'm just over the old retreads like look I'm I'm cool with the new line of thinking and and a, a young kind of up and comer but I mean you there's no there is zero experience over there no no zero like I said nobody yeah. mm. has held the job that they've had before or or higher like no like the highest thing we got over there is a quarterbacks coach. Or, I mean, I'm sorry, a passing game coordinator, because that's what Bobby Slowick was. Oh, I, no, I, I think that the new guy they brought in has been a quarterback's coach before, the latest guy they brought in. They wanted to bring in Clint Kubiak, which would have been something more. He's called plays in the league before. But, I mean, that's that's the biggest thing. Somebody said, let it play out, guys. So it looks like we are going to. I'd like to I'd like to see what happens there. But, like, this would – like, it's it's just crazy to the point that you're making how much – Offensive coaches value offense, like in an in, in offense of people being around. Yeah, him. like yeah. you said, Shane Steichen goes immediately. Let me go get somebody who's been a play caller. Yeah, well, it, it go. It's it just goes back for me. It's less about like who literally is calling the play and and have and it's more about having resources in the building. Like I I could just see both from a player's perspective and a play caller and a play designer's perspective is, you know having some kind of sounding board, some kind of, of hey, how did y'all handle these situations? Or, hey, what routes worked in y'all's, in your opinion, works best against these coverages or these types of players? Like, having some kind of sounding board in the room seems to be a huge advantage. And it it seems to be the offensive coach, head coaches see it that way like and hire, hire an abundance of help. And the defensive coaches just seem to be okay with the new guy, the new kid on the block, and letting him ride. That's an interesting thing. All right, uh, Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, they respond to the general manager saying he wants them to retire as Astros. Wait till you hear what those two had to say. You can hear that coming up next on The Drive. Bury me in the H. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.